Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris. And I am Titus, drinking a beer on a Sunday. On a Sunday at 10.30. You know what? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> uh, if you have a job, Titus needs a job and this isn't paying yet, so he needs he needs employment. And I don't want to see him go to Korea. So uh, uh, we want to say hello to all our listeners, to our Patreon subscribers. Um, and then uh, we want to make sure you go to all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast. And Instagram, FOMO Podcast. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast. Donate there. Maybe we can get some more stuff. And remember, we have our T Public is up. So if you go to our Facebook page, uh, T Public has our, our shirt on there. I'm going to try and find some more designs to put up there. It'd be cool to have multiple shirts, but I think it's cool working with T Public. And make sure you go to the Pod Bros Network, podbros.com. There's always something new coming up on there. On there. And, um, I just love, I love being a part of that network because there's so much different variety, and I know that certain people, certain shows aren't everyone's cup of tea. But you know, I I never listen to podcasts other than like two or three. Now I'm having to start before I leave for work, which I have an hour drive. I have to start my stuff like I don't know, really really early because I want to make sure I get the whole podcast in because I need to listen to the next podcast because I need to listen to the next podcast. So I'm just rolling through every single podcast. You're I don't. I wouldn't say addicted, but you know, it's one of those things. It helps the. It helps with the ride, man. I used to commute to San Jose, and whew, man, it helps something to listen to. It does. Um, you might want to scoot up a little bit. It sounds weird. Does it sound weird? Does it sound better. Go closer. I good. That's better. Is that better? It was weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's my hearing's all messed up. I don't know. Probably. Probably. But no. So yeah. So make sure you go to Pod Bros Network, PodBros dot com, and it's just it's a, it's a great. I I love it just because. I mean, like I said, the variety's there, and um, it's it's got everything you can ever dream of listening to. Check it out. Check it out. So then, um, yeah, see, that was weird. It shows really low on one certain spots. That's weird. Maybe the power went out I here. I am kind of low, so maybe it's just my personality. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but um, so, so, yeah, now all of a sudden it's back all high. Really weird. I'm high, I'm low, I'm all over the place. So... Um, since we talked last, um, lots of movie stuff came out. Lots of TV stuff is kind of swirling around because it's now is the time of year when all these new TV shows start premiering. Brooklyn nine, nine's back, right. um, you good know, show. so it, 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 it's, it's a good time of year. I really enjoy all the, you know, would you say it's the best time of year? I guess it would be. But, you know, big big news is always happening. you got to figure it's the beginning of the fiscal year for most companies. So if they're going to make a decision, stuff's going to happen. So Titus only knows half the stuff we're going to talk about because I like throwing some surprising stuff in there. I know he doesn't video games, so he's not going to care about this. Let's hear it. But um, so one of the things was so um, Bungie and Activision are uh, breaking ties. So Bungie is the, the video game company who came up with the game Destiny. So you've seen Destiny everywhere. It's like a futuristic game where you're oh, you, yeah. you have a little shooting buddy. Game. It's a shooting game, and it has a little buddy that floats around with you, stuff like that. Well, so and they were smart. They they said in their thing, you know, if it wasn't for Activision, we couldn't make this dream come true. We knew we needed a big publisher to do this. But a lot of times, what happens is once you get that that publisher, you're able to um, you're able to actually build the game on your own afterwards. So it's not like, oh, you have to be with them forever. So they broke ties. And everyone was kind of like, oh, this is crazy. You know, they're losing a big game. Activision says they want to focus more on their stuff. But then all of a sudden, like later in the day, thing comes out saying that they're being investigated for some sort of 
SEC or some sort of violation, like the yeah, like the um, not the FCC. What's the uh, the Federal Exchange Commission? Is that FEC? That's no. SEC. SEC? Yeah, Securities Exchange Commission. So no, it's not that. It's basically something to do with basically they're doing something illegal, like with with money. That might be SEC. Might be SEC. Okay, so they have or a, FCC. FCC is Federal uh, Communications Commission, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But so I don't know which one it was, but they're being investigated. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, and so I just think it's crazy. You know, they drop this news on on a on a Friday and a Saturday. It's just it's best time to drop bad news, man. Because you forget about it over the weekend. I guess, man. You know, Are you pretty I, bummed out about it. No, because Destiny was it was a fun enough game. But the biggest complaint was is the add-on content wasn't as fantastic as they claimed. So you know, it, it's one of those things. I enjoyed I enjoyed playing it. It's it was I, I got the first one, so it was more experimental at the time when I bought it. Yeah. Now they've fine-tuned it quite a bit, and it's you know got a big community. But I mean, we'll see what happens. The truth will be when another game comes out. Because, right. you know, a lot of these companies are like, oh, hey, we're going to do this. Does this nothing happens? Well, then and also you got the thing, too, is that uh, Blizzard is a part of Activision. Blizzard came out with some good games, right? What, B- Blizzard's behind yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah. And so people are freaking out now going, wait, what's going to happen with Blizzard? Because they're still a part of Activision. So who knows? I mean, if Activision was smart and there really is any problems, they would they would fire sale it. You know what I mean? Because I guess their their CEO left in uh, April. So I mean, what does that mean? It means it's not good. Like, why do you leave? Was it because uh, of the company Pro- uh, profits were down, or is it because of the investigation? I don't think I don't, I don't know. You don't know. So mm. we'll find out soon enough. Um, I'll be paying very close attention to that because I like to know about stuff like that. Um, I think the more thing I was shocked about was um, there's a Fight Club 3 coming out. What? When was there a 2? Maybe directly to DVD. Maybe there was. Did you ever read the book? No. Was the did you, did you? No, I just know there's a book. There's never, a book too. Yeah, there's a book based off the first movie. Did they did they try and do that think um uh they tried to do that thing where they like close the close the gaps or like was it just one of those things they just they just copied the book, you know? Oh, the the movie, the first movie? No, the um second one? The the first, no the book, the book. Because I know, like, so um, I get the Game of Thrones comic book, mm-hmm. and it goes in way more detail about uh, what the heck? About, it goes in more detail about like little interactions that you don't see because the movie and the book, you know, they skip by certain right. things you want to know more about. That's the benefit about doing a comic book after the fact is you have the opportunity to go back and go, oh, hey, we'll do this and this. Um, so it says Fight Club. Obviously, it was ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. Then there's Fight Club members only. No, this is this is not. Is it like a spinoff movie? No, it can't be. It says. It says it's 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 like all. It, four college friends start an underground fight club in order to earn quick money. Nevertheless, they become suspects of murder of a man. Turns out to be a mob boss's brother. What whoa. It's not rated, it's action and it's it's using the lettering, but it's literally this can't be it can't be the sequel they're talking about because it says Sun, Sunil Shetty, Sohail Khan, Zahed Khan, 
Do you know Moria? So you can see it's it's made overseas. Yeah. The writer was Vikram Chopra. So no, this can't be it. This can't that, be the one. What country was that from? I wonder. Um, American Brawler Fight Club copy of a copy. Maybe they're just doing it ironically or something. Instead of a two, they go right to three. Do you know who's going to be in a Fight Club? Fight Club three. Uh, let's see right here. Fight Club three. God bless the internet. God bless the internet. It doesn't show up on here. So it could be one of those things. I've been I've been noticing lately there's a lot more stuff that they're saying like, oh, this was a movie. And you'll Google it and it'll come up on Google. But IMDb, I don't know if you have to pay to get on there. Does it have what? to be just sanctioned by Hollywood? Kind of like union kind of thing? To be I don't know. Movie? Listen up, maggots. First rule of hangovers always blah, blah, blah. So is this? Re- I don't even know if this is real now. Cause I, I read the article and I was like, "Wait, what is this?" What'd you read the article on? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, so it's a comic book. That's what it is. Why would they release a trailer though? Is a trailer for a comic book? Was it a live action trailer? Let's see. Hmm. What is going on? Getting misinformation here It's not showing up Fake news So yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see I'll turn the volume down So I don't get in trouble No So what it is Is it's a It's a, uh, it's a I've never seen that ever I've never in my life Seen that it was That's pretty awesome then Okay That explains a lot So now we know that it's a comic book. I might have to go get that. Are comic books making a comeback? The graphic novels? I think they are because what the um, what people are smart about is um, people are smart and the consumer's dumb. So let's say, for instance, you're really into whatever. You're really into Star Wars. Well, I don't want to read a Star Wars comic book. That's whatever. Well, now I have one that is a Star Wars comic book. That's three comic books in one. It's the whole comic book series all combined into a hard, hard, hard uh, cover. Nice. So you get people that are going to be collectible like that. Um, ever since Disney took over, um, you've seen more um, variations because people people fail for fail to forget. You can if 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 you wanted to pay the money, you could be like a third rate uh, comic book company. That's like not name brand. You're not DC yeah. or Marvel. And you could take one of the Marvel characters and do a story about it as long as it's approved by them hmm. and you pay the money. So so Dark Horse and Marvel both have Star Wars comics books out there. Um, well, only one is sanctioned, right? Or it is, No, they're is both because they're, 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 right? they're paying. So it, it's a big thing. You know, uh, friends of mine were discussing. discussing. So basically, um, when Disney bought Star Wars. Right. Only certain things were canon anymore. So they were only certain ones. So then what they did was say that anything that was created that was previously canon that isn't not any isn't anymore is now considered a part of the Legends series. So it's not canon, but it's still stories that we, we authorize people to reprint, do whatever. So ever since then it's been kind of a explosion in activity of 
okay, we'll do a backstory on this character because we know they can't deny it kind of thing. So you're getting a lot more third-rate people coming out. I know we talked about last week the Mandalorian IG-88. That, right, that, that bounty soon. hunter is coming out with you know, on the Mandalorians because there's no backstory to them. It's just all, you know, made up. So basically now you can do these little characters here and there and, and you know, make some money off of it and also start your own little canon area so i mean we'll see what happens but i mean they have comic books on everything now i mean i think it also helps um like the cartoon that came out into the spider-verse the movie my favorite spider-man is miles morales and he exists in the same world as spider-man and um so he's he's like a cooler hipper spider-man so they're, they're realizing that they can have everything they want and make all the money they want just by mass producing things like that. Because it's not about keeping the story straight anymore. It's more about what do the people want. Right. Got so it. what is it that they want? They want to be amused. They want a character they can identify with. So I think it's going to be a little bit easier than people think it is to to keep the comic books going. It is, And also you have the digital, and you know, the digital vault. Like some people that just read everything off of tablet, they have a Marvel Unlimited, I think it's called, where literally I've gotten a bunch of free comics. Because when you buy the comics, Marvel ones have a little peel tab thingy that'll give you a couple free comics out of it. So, you know, and that's trying to get you to go to the app because the app, you can buy comics from there and have them sent right to it. So you have every issue on it. Um, I get a little frustrated because I got fat fingers and it turns pages too fast, but. You know. How do you do that? You just you go too quick. Yeah, mm. yeah. Or if you drag too long, it'll send two pages over. Got a quick trigger finger, huh? Yeah, I do. So I mean, we'll see what happens. And you know, let us know if you guys have any favorite comic books. Let me know. I'll get them. Read them. I like reading comics. Um, I like getting old ones every once in a while and catching up on like what Punisher used to be like, stuff like that. You know. Do you hold cool. on to your comic books and mm-hmm. try to sell them? I have, or? No, I keep them all. I have them all. I collect um, Scotty Young variants, which. Um, Scotty okay. Young is he's a he he is a big time uh, cover artist. Okay, does everything and um, his favorite his famous ones are um, they I call them baby covers. So it's basically they look like they're, they're little baby versions of themselves. Okay, so like you know Nightcrawler from X Men, right? He's legitimately like a worm, and then uh, Wolverine, like a little baby Wolverine character, and they're fighting whatever on the cover. And uh, my favorite one that I finally got was uh, it's Deadpool as a baby holding uh, something's eyes. He killed something and took its eyes, and it's all the Avengers are all freaked out and they're scared and they're hiding in a corner, hiding away from Deadpool. So um, he does normal covers too, so it's kind of cool. But he is famous for the the baby stuff. So. Um, that's usually what I collect. And then I have a couple, um, there's a place on the East coast. What's it called? It's really famous. It's in New York. And that's where I used to buy my comics from, but they're super expensive because they come from all over there, but I'll buy my variants where, um, they'll have their store exclusive drawn covers. So I have a couple of those where they're hand drawn, not colored. They're just hand drawn. And they send them to you, and it's literally you can only get those covers there, and they'll only have a certain lot amount of those, and then you get those. So I have a Spider-Man of that one, and then I have a Harley Quinn of that one. And then there was a series called Original Sin that did a limited print on that I got one that I don't know how, but I guess nobody bought it when it first came out. And it's the origin story of Peter Parker in called the Original Sin, so they go a little darker on it, and it's worth like 50 bucks already. 
I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea why. So mine are all boarded and backed and bagged. Are you sell and them eventually? Or are you going to just keep them? Who knows? I got a bunch of them. I got, um, what was the one? I had one that was worth, like, that. I bought a lot. Like, I bought a lot of comics. Like, all, almost all the other ones, I picked which ones I want, but I bought one lot. It had some random ones in there, like one called Nam, which is about Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And, and people wanted it really bad. So, the big the big thing is they call it um, the Golden Era and the Silver Era. So, it's like um, the 20s and 30s. So people want anything that's under, like, 25 cents an issue is what they want. Mm. So. Big money. I don't have any of that stuff. So. Um so speaking of Punisher, so the new trailer came out. Did you get to watch it? No. So it's, it's on Netflix. Right? It's on Netflix. The new trailer it comes out the 18th. Same as something else we're going to talk about later. Um, seems like 18th is a big drop day. Well, the trailer, I'm excited and not excited at the same time. Why are you not excited? Because basically, what it shows is, is that the reason why he's back in the game is because he helps some woman who's about to get killed by a bunch of dudes, and he beats them all up, and he helps her escape. So I was like, "Oh wait, so he's not like so he wasn't going to be the vigilante, and then all of a sudden now he's going to be the vigilante again because some girl needs his help." So make up your mind, Netflix. Right. So um, it looks good because basically he says in it in the teaser trailer. If you saw the teaser, it said "Let Frank be Frank," and that's what he says. He's like, "When are they going to let me be me?" So. I have a feeling it's going to be pretty good at the killing and stuff like that. So, And why are you excited? I'm excited because this has the opportunity to set everything into some sort of universe in the future. So as we've talked about, none of the Netflix shows can go anywhere else for two years. Right. So um, that can be circumvented if somebody wanted to pay to have it put on a different network or put on a different thingy. So, you know. I am optimistic that there could be a possibility that some sort of deal can be worked because Charlie Cox is still promoting the last season of it, of Daredevil. So they showed him talking about it, and I was like, you know, that's a good possibility. Hopefully, you know, you know, something can come out of it. And if this does good enough Punisher, because that's the thing, thing people don't realize. So we have Punisher, and we have another season of Jessica Jones that's coming out. So what could happen is those two can do so well because everyone doesn't want them to leave that someone else will pick up the other two. So I have a feeling those that Punisher and Jessica Jones will be canceled once they've aired, but they don't want to say anything because people will stop watching. That's why they waited so long for daredevil. You know, it's one of those things you just wait and then if it happens, it happens, but we'll see. But the other Netflix thing that I was super excited about. So Arnaldo and I talked about this last year, fire festival, long time coming. Fire Festival. No, we talked about the actual Fire Festival. Oh, okay. Now there's a documentary on Netflix about the Fire Festival. And what's crazy is the way they did the trailer for this, it's insane because no, because you know how like you see a documentary and they're like, um, let's say it's about a cult. Oh, I was a member of this cult for so long. And then you know they're going to say negative things. Well, they all start off talking about how genius the businessman was that did the thing with Ja Rule. They're like, oh, this guy is so smart. He's such a genius. He can do anything he puts his mind to. And then it slowly starts changing throughout the documentary, the trailer at least, about how the mistakes that were made and blah, 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 blah. blah. So... For if you forget, Fire Festival was the festival where all these people spent, you know, a uh, couple thousand dollars to go see Blink One Eighty Two on an island. Basically, they were the headliner. Was it the original members? Um, yes, it was. It was supposed to be the original because that was when they came back together for a minute. 
when um, uh, uh, Tom was on a break from talking about aliens. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was on a break from talking about aliens. So that's what basically happened was is you know he uh, was going to go with them. It was the original lineup because because they, they did that and then he put out the announcement shortly thereafter. Because I remember because they were performing in Southern California and he was like, yeah, it's going to be the other guy that that was working was that was with them. I think the guy from Atreyu or something like that. He was he's the other guy in the band now. So. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, okay, I see it. You're a rich kid. You can spend the money. You can go to a, a beach weekend. It's at Coachella in the ocean, by the ocean. Everyone shows up. The accommodations are not what they said they were. People were getting nice. their phones stolen. One one girl had to log onto her Twitter and tweet out to her family that she was okay, but she was stuck because someone stole her phone and her stuff out of her bag. So basically, she had to use somebody else's phone to tweet because she couldn't remember anyone's phone numbers or anything like that. No so. You know, um, it was just all together horrible, and now that guy can that guy is facing uh, prison for really? a long time for fraud charges because it's it was international. They didn't get any their money back or anything like that. I have no idea. That's why I got to watch the documentary. It's a weekend, huh? It was supposed to be like I think four days. Sounds about right. A thousand dollars? No, it was a couple grand. Yeah, they need to get a fly out there. Just for like, I'm just talking about just to go to the concert though. How much was that? Oh, I don't know. I think it was about a, a couple. I think it was like like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks. So and it, and it had a lot of people. And the funny part was is that um, actual acts had stuff on their thing for saying, "Oh, this is gonna be," you know what I mean? This is gonna be uh, an actual event. They had it on their tour dates and everything, and then they started disappearing because they weren't getting payment. So, I mean, that just happened. Um, Around here recently, it was supposed to, some event was supposed to happen at a, a fairground, and nothing was set up like four days before. I and the, it was. I don't know what it was. It was like in um, it was like in Brentwood, and it was supposed to be a concert. And the guy that put it up, they said he's had things before where he didn't do this, do that. Well, then some female DJ who's like an up and coming DJ that a lot of people follow her. Um, she said, well, sadly, I never got payment, so I'm not going to be there. And she's like, I would highly suggest people rethink about buying tickets to this because many of the people are telling me they didn't get paid. And then what ended up happening was is one of the dudes backed out. It was like it was legit, like um, you know the comedian Russell Peters. Right. I guess he does he DJs too. Okay. So he does like a DJ set, and he's like, "Well, I got paid, but um, something happened where here's what's crazy. I didn't know this. So a lot of these artists, if they like, if we wanted to bring someone to Turlock that wasn't a country artist, and they know they're gonna have a hard time pulling people in, but a rap radio station or a hard rock station wanted to bring in like, you know, a hard rock band or a rap group. They basically like, well, you need to fly us in then too, on top of the payment. We're not going to, you know? So what happens is that's a part of their writer is that basically if you don't give us transportation, that's within our accommodations. So, you know, obviously some low end group is not going to get some crazy expensive trip, but you know, you start getting the higher end people. They're not going to fly coach. They're going to want to fly first class. They're not, you know, things like that. So a couple of the people were like, I think Russell Peters was one of them. He's like, well, I didn't get uh, my accommodations for, for travel. And I was like, that seems kind of harsh, but I understand because you're going way out of your way to do something. It's not like they're traveling up the state, going to these different right. fairs and stuff to, to perform. They're coming up here, then going back home kind of thing. So, um, 
Yeah, so the Fire Festival documentary drops the same day as Punisher Season 2, the 18th. So it means the 18th, I'm going to be having nothing to do. I'm going to be literally sitting there watching a documentary and then watching Season 2 of Punisher because it's just, it's, I have to. It's just, I, it was one of those things where, you know, it's almost like if something happened in our hometown, they put a documentary about it, I'd have to watch it. Right. Because it was just. It's so gripping, and for me personally, even if I had the money, I couldn't see myself going to something like that. Like, it's on the island. What island was it? Somewhere off the Bahamas. Okay. I think it was. But I was like, I couldn't see myself going somewhere where there was no, because nobody can get off. There was no planes to leave. They had a boat in? No. The planes weren't coming back till the end of the festival because it wasn't a place that was a high de- like a high destination for 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 travelers. Sounds like a horrific experience, dude. You'll have to watch it then. No, I'm gonna watch it now. So if you, if you do watch it, you know it doesn't come out till the 18th. So next week, let us know what you feel about it. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/fomocast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, and Instagram FOMO podcast. Um, let's see what we got on here. Um, so. Star Trek 4 got canceled. Did you see that? No. So I don't know what happened. I don't know the story behind it. I just saw it got canceled. And I was like, because it, it, said, it said a couple days before that it was shelved. And I was like, uh-oh. You know, huh. I, I don't know if the guys just don't want to do it anymore or what. I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's two. And then I, well, how'd the third one do? They all did pretty well, I heard. I heard um, they had a problem with the second one. It would down a little bit, which there's some weird thing I saw where whenever they make sequels to movies, they expect the second one to do um, not as well. Right. Because a lot of people don't want a sequel. Right. And then the third one, if the second one does, uh, excuse me, if the second one does better in like DVD or on demand sales, like, okay, the third one's a logical, let's go ahead and do it. Um, but it all depends on how they approach it. So I haven't watched it. I just thought it was crazy. I was like, all right, you know, I thought they were doing good. And they had all these people, you know, but, I, but it, you got to think, though, who who's so all these actors that were in it. Scheduling has to be insane. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Simon Pegg. And Zoe Saldana, just to name the main ones that I know, not even watching the movie. So those ones alone, because um, there's, well, there's no Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so I don't know what Zoe Saldana's doing, but, you know. They they got rid of it totally, or are they going to, it's on hiatus for a little bit? It's on hiatus, and um, Dave Bautista's being kind of a, a pain about it. Who's that, the director? No, Dave Bautista is the wrestler that plays um, Drax. Yeah. Okay. So he's kind of, because he James Gunn, you know, he thinks they didn't did him dirty, so he's kind of anti the whole thing. So, you know, it's one of those things. But I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, so that got canceled, and then they're already talking about doing a Mary Poppins sequel to the Mary Poppins sequel. So Mary Poppins Returns comes out, and now they want to do a sequel to that one. Already? Already want to be yeah. He said that it's in, it's in, it's being written. Huh. So uh, wait, the new one, the live, the new, it wasn't a remake. It was a different, it was a, yeah, it was different. The story is, and this one is that 
the kids that she comes to take care of are the kids of the ones from the original movie. Say what? Yeah. So she... What is Mary Poppins? Is she like some kind of like alien or immortal? Like that's a big she, joke they have on the internet right now. Is is she a witch? Did she go to Hogwarts? I think she's a witch. Is yeah. she is she is she is she Slytherin? Is she is, is what house is she in from Hogwarts? Probably Southern. You know what I mean? So I I, I was just laughing because I was like, all right, this is pretty funny. It's good, but you know, I think it's crazy. Like I'm like, okay, so they're gonna they're gonna do a sequel to a sequel. Okay. You know, and then Ryan Reynolds did do a funny thing on uh, Twitter. He's like, she must be stopped. And, he, uh, and then um, John Krasinski, who is Emily Blunt's wife, who right. Emily Blunt plays, he's like, I agree with you so much, but what, wait, what? And then he's like, stop the sentence. So it's, they're having fun with it. But I just think it's, I think it's crazy. You're not even going to let the paint dry on this one. And you're going to sit there and talk about the next one. You know what I mean? It's too soon. You know, I get when you want to keep the momentum going for like a superhero movie and stuff like that. And just Disney takes so long to do certain things. It makes me almost think that they had this plan to begin with. Cause a lot of people, so a lot of people don't know, like, um, a big one to know. So like LeBron James, he's going to be Mary Poppins returns. No, but he has movie deals. And what he, what a lot of people don't know is certain people like LeBron James, who is trying to get their foot in the door. They'll be like, Hey, I'll be in this movie, like in the capacity that you want me in, if you let me have input on a movie that I want to do. So then what you end up doing is you'll get like bartering for, hey, I'll do three movies for you if you let me do this one. Or we'll sign you, like Disney will do that. Well, hey, we'll sign you to a four-picture deal where you have to do four four movies for us. And usually they they anticipate it's going to be sequels or, you know, maybe, you know, do a Lifetime-esque thing where they have you be in the <laughs> same kind of movie every single year for a couple of years, whatever. But, you know, that's like like Marvel. Robert Downey Jr. in, Mar- in uh, Avengers Endgame, that's his last movie for the contract. Really? His contract? He had a long contract. Well, no, I think he re-upped it after the second Iron Man. And it's so many movies. So that's the thing is people think, oh, it's a long time. Yeah, but you can sometimes only three movies come out in 10 years. That's true. You know, I mean, he did he did a lot because he was in all the standalone ones in Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. And then you figure there's two Avengers movies. Spider-Man. That one doesn't count because that's Sony. Okay. So you have Avengers, the first one. You have uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. So that's five movies he was in alone. And then Captain America Civil War. Right. Avengers... uh, was the last one infinity war infinity war yeah. so eight movies total as that character just in that contract That's a pretty good contract so you gotta think but but people like um you know scarlett johansson with black widow she's only been in a handful which she's also supposed to be uh they dropped news that they want to try and make the new black widow movie a rated r Ooh. yeah which that would be make it that would make it awesome do you, you think it's going to be a good movie though i don't I feel think like she, that character is going to be that good yeah right? no no i want to see her straight murdering people because here's the problem is is that she's a normal person, basically, Black Widow is, but she's like, she's more sympathetic. Like she's not like Captain America, who everything has to be good, or not like Iron Man, who everything has to be by the book. She's like, I get both sides, you know mm. what I mean? 
So she'd be like the person who would let the Punisher live because, you know, the Punisher may not be a good person. He's killing people, but he's killing bad people only. So she's that kind of person who has an actual conscience that, you know, doesn't decide on good or evil. She decides on, you know, what happened. So I think it'd be cool to make it rated R. Um, but I already know the sad thing for that movie is, is that if they do release it, you're going to have these stupid people who are like, we don't want to see any, a woman main character. And then you're going to have people that already don't like her because of her cultural appropriation from all those movies that she's done that were an Asian character and then she portrayed them. So, yeah. Really? Man, she people. was in that one um, where she was like the robot person or whatever it was. What was it called? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yes. And people were furious about that. Really? Yeah. She just had to back out of a movie because it was the same thing. It was an Asian character that she was playing. And, you know. But she's she, an actor. She's supposed to be able to play different roles and. That's part the, of acting. Pro- the problem is, though, is that they say that, like, you know, it's one of those things that they're like, come on. You know, you know what I mean? You know, you know what's going on. So she was in Ghost in the Shell. And what was the other one? I guess that was it. The, the other one's not on here. So she did. She get rid of that one. So, yeah, they were like, yeah, no, this is not going to work. So I get it. I get it. I was like, you know, let's see. Judge of Rabbit, Bumbag, Reflective Light. Um, Black Widow, so it's on there. It's in production. I didn't even know that. It's in production. So, yeah, there was another one that was like an Asian character. And um, I think the big problem was is that they were like, so when they had the problem with her doing that character the second time, um, there was other stuff going on with other people. It wasn't just her. It was male actors were also getting blasted because, you know, um, I think the big problem is that they were like, Oh, look, this character, this character, all the other characters are Asian, and then the main character is not. You couldn't find a leading Asian actor, you know what I mean? And that that's It would be different if it was, let's take this story that's an Asian, or a, uh, what do they call it? Ah, what's the name of their cartoons? An anime. anime. They were, so they basically, they were taking an anime-style show. Right. And changing it all to an American version and it didn't have the title, it was different. Okay, whatever, you're adapting something. No, when you're straight taking it, like f- straight from it, and every single person is Asian in the movie except for the main character, I could get the problem there. Because that's, you know, it's not cultural appropriation, it's just that they're not making the effort to hire a person who would probably be just as well. I get it. I liked Ghost in the Shell. I thought she did a great job at it. Shell the movie? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was great. I thought she was really, really good in it. You know, it's one of those things. But um, they also the same problem with Lucy. That's the other one I was thinking of. Lucy. I saw, I saw Lucy. Lucy was a good one, too. Same thing, though. I think that was based on an Asian uh, style show or movie. And it was the same thing. It was all a lot of Asian characters in it, except for the main character. So, you know, I get it. Um, uh, a lot of shows like uh, Hawaii Five O had the problem where the two Asian actors on there were getting paid. Less. less than everybody else and they were just as an integral part and um i actually liked them a lot on that show and then what do they go do they hire two asian people to replace them after they decide to leave i'm like that's do they pay the same amount or they pay them less still paying them less mm. i mean i guess you got to work you know what i mean 
like you said, you need a job. I need a job. And so they're, they're going to offer you money, and you're going to get paid less the person doing the same job as you. Sometimes people just take it. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, you know, let us know what you think. You know, I like Scarlett Johansson as an actress. She's a, she's a very good actress on all the different fronts. Everything she's done, um, you know, she, she can adapt. But like you like I said, is, you know, I think people need to start looking at what they're taking now. A lot of times, you're, if your agent just saying, "Hey, take it. It's a good movie." Uh, come on, it's crazy. You got to think like that now in today's world. You got to think about like, oh, you know, that's, <sighs> but that's part of acting now. You know, you got to think though. Yeah. Like, if you really have a passion for acting, look what Ryan Reynolds did. Ryan Reynolds flat out has admitted multiple times his dream was to make Deadpool. That was his really? dream. Yes. He just he just now saying that because it was a success or that's what no. He said that before he he. So when he did the only reason why he took the role of Wade Wilson in that Wolverine one that he did horrible Mm -hmm. was because they told him that this will lead to you being able to do your own Deadpool movie. Okay. So uh, uh, from what I've read, it's since 2006 he's wanted to do a Deadpool movie. He got it. He finally got it, and he's amazing, and that's what the character he was made to be. A lot of people don't like him in a lot of his other movies he's in, but I like him as an actor too. But I think it's a lot more about um, you shouldn't just take the work to take the work unless, you know, you know, it's different. Like if you're just a person starting out, Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson. Right. It's not like she's desperate to get a job. It's not like she needs to take everything that comes her way. She's not Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo is a, Awesome dude. You know how many freaking credits that dude has as on for his movies? A lot. He has a lot because he he volunteers. Like if you're a student film person and you're close to where he lives, he'll come do a freaking thing in it for free because he wants people to. Because he was a bad guy, went to jail, got out, turned his life around, and he wants to help kids start their dreams. So that guy needs to be made into a movie. His story. He's got a crazy story. He's got a crazy story. I listened to him on a podcast one time. It was insane. Do you know how he got into movies? He was like an extra or he was, he was a sober partner for an actor that he met after he got out of jail. So he went to the set because they were going to work overnight and he was overnight. People drink, there's there's drugs Mm -hmm. because I don't want to do that. When they saw him, it was some sort of boxing movie and they needed a person to box and then that led to him making friends with the, with the people on the cruise and they ended up wanting him to help them create the perfect prison scene since he'd been there they go well you're like our so i think like his first credit was an extra or it was uncredited and then he got like he was like a what do they call him a consultant right and then that's where it went man and it was like you know that's that's crazy that right place right time right place right time so you know but he does i'll tell you right now how many how many movies because i don't know if he's doing any right now because i know he has uh trejo's tacos now you think Um, he's over 100 Oh, it's well over 100. Last time I checked, it was like 140. Dang. 382. Wow. Yeah. 382. So in 2018, I'm going to count right now how many movies he did in 2018. Um, I might not be able to. Oh, it wasn't that many. But he was in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. He was in 19 different things in 2018. He has 32 upcoming projects. Wow. And no way. Thank God. Dude, they're going to do Machete Kills in Space. They're really going to do it. 
I mean, they did Jason in space, so. No, you don't get this, do you? You ever watch no. Machete? No. So on the very end, because it's uh, Robert Rodriguez, he does a thing like, uh, next see uh, Machete kills in space. Like, it's a fake promo. And he said, Danny Trejo keeps saying, we're going to do it. And it says, Voss flees to outer space after pretending to start a nuclear war on Earth. And there's only one man who can take the, pre- the president can trust to take a Voss down. Machete. Yeah. Dude. Because yeah, he was in Machete and then Machete kills. That is freaking awesome. I'm so excited now. And then the trivia says, it is a sequel to the other Machete movies starring Danny Trejo. Because, like, do you know that in Spy Kids? Yeah. He's in Spy Kids. I remember Spy Kids. I saw the first Spy Kids. And his name, I'll tell you right now, his name in Spy Kids, I think, means Machete. It's something in Spanish. Like, it translates to, like, Machete. Yeah. Because that's what he always is. Oh, From Dust Till Dawn. So, I'll tell you what his first movie was. That's a good movie. He was in Over Overtown. It says Overtown. It doesn't have a voice. Project A in 83... Runaway Train, that's the one. Runaway Train was 1985 where he played a boxer, and the very next one he did was Penitentiary 3 when he was the prisoner. And that's what he did for a couple movies was he was a prisoner. So, I mean, it just shows you, you know, you work hard enough, you can pretty much do, I mean... You also got to be in the right place, right time. I mean, I don't know, man, that's got to be more... Yeah, see, Spy Kids, he was Machete. In 2001, he was Machete inspired kids. Nice. So that's kind of, to me, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know what Skippy, he's a hitman, I don't know. So, and he was in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I mean, he's in everything you can think of, think of. He's been, I mean, that's, it's crazy. You see all this, these different titles. I forgot he was Kukui in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So... Spy Kids 3 game over. He's in all of them. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. But he, you got to think, though, when he plays an actor, of character, he doesn't vary much. He doesn't vary. He's not, you know. Yeah, it's stereotyped, but. He's stereotyped, but that's the kind of thing he's going to do. He's okay with it. I'm fine with it. So, we'll see what happens. I'm Back to what we were talking about. I'm over for Scarlett Johansson for, for the Black Widow movie. I want it to be R-rated because, um... I mean, look how well Deadpool did. Look how well Wolverine did. Um, everyone said that the Deadpool movie they they edited to be PG thirteen. The second one didn't do as well. So yeah, it seems silly with Deadpool. You got to keep it R. Especially since he breaks the third wall. He talks to the character. So one of yeah. those things. Um, so let's see what we got left. Also, real quick, uh, Aquaman broke grosses one billion at box office. So, um, I mean, that's pretty insane. Aquaman 2 is already in production? No. No? Um, I think they're waiting to figure out who they're going to replace as Batman and Superman, because that's going to happen. So They're going to replace Ben Affleck? Mm-hmm. Why is that? He wasn't a good Batman? Is he the worst Batman, or is it Val Kilmer? No, George Clooney is the worst Batman. Oh, I forget about him. I don't even consider that guy. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, he was bad. George Clooney was real bad. That's that's the guy with the bad bat nipples. Bat nipples. Yep, I remember that because they zoomed in on um, his butt in the suit, and then there's nipples in the suit. It was weird. They zoomed into his butt and nipples. So like the gimmick on that one was when they suit up, they go, and you see, you hear the sound of the like the latex going on in the yeah. body, and then all of a sudden it went to his, it showed like a picture of his butt, and then it showed his chest, but he had he had like 
nipples on the outside of the suit. I'm like, that's stupid. So, yeah, I don't think he was the worst. I liked him in the movie. The, the thing that people didn't like was there's the certain scenes that made it go like, come on, really? You know what I mean? So it was one of those things, but um, we'll see. I mean, because uh, the Flash movie got delayed, I believe. Yeah, I'm surprised that Flash isn't came out yet with the movie. Well, you know, it's been in production for a while. But it's not out yet. Right, because I think it's going to get delayed now that this one did so well because they went a different route with the Flash movie. What'd they do differently? I don't know. I heard they just, it was a, it's a different style director. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they need to keep it together, kind of like Star Wars does. Well, there could be a different theme and different way it's going, but it still has that Star Wars feel. So, you know, they're just kind of going rogue and, you know... We'll see. I mean, everyone made fun of him in the Justice League movie going, my man, doing that all the time. But he, he came through on this one. He killed it. And I heard Amber Heard's great in it. I heard Nicole Kidman's great in it. So I need to watch it already. Um, and we have two things to finish. The one might take, the might, one might go on a rant. That's what we're saving for the end. But uh, I was excited to announce um, Disney is going to have, um, you know, those Mickey uh, ice cream uh they have the Mickey ice cream, like little ice cream bars. Right. They're going to sell them in grocery stores. Ooh. They're going to be overpriced. I'm going to buy a bunch of them. Really? I'm going to get extra fat off of them. <laughs> it's kind of like those Dove, either those Dove ones. Like right. When you bite Dove. into it, the ice cream, like, I'm like, it tastes like ice cream, but the consistency, like, it's, it's extra soft and creamy. I'm like, mm. this is like the most fancy ice cream I've ever eaten. You know what I mean? So. How much are you thinking of yourself for? Eight pack for fifteen dollars. Um, you probably probably go four pack for probably ten bucks. Because you gotta think they're two fifty, I think, a bar at the parks. I have no idea. So probably about ten bucks a box for four. Because you figure they go down a little bit because the quality is not going to be as great. Right. Because they're not just being produced for for Disney. Disney will. will I don't know how that works because you got to think so. Um, like that orange juice company that has Donald Duck on it on the yeah, orange. Yeah. I'm like, the, I, I guarantee the only reason why they're doing that is they probably got the license to it before it was expensive, like the 40s or something, something like that. So they're like, before it got expensive, they started using that. And they're like, oh hey, look, we'll go ahead and we'll keep uh, we'll keep using the face on there just because we know he's popular, kind of thing. So. Who knows? Someone could have a deal with Disney and going, look, we'll do this. We'll put everything of yours on it and none of our stuff. So, so why are they releasing the ice cream? What? I think it's just so popular that no one will make money like crazy. Really? Because really people, people got to think people are making park stuff at their home. They're recreating their basements to look like a part of like the Disney park they love the most. So it looks like an alley you walk through or a park bench area you sit down because people love it so much and they can't go all the time because they live too far away or whatever. This gives you a piece of the park at home. You know, I mean, they, I think this probably stems off of they have like, you know, they have those crates you can get. So they have, they have loot crate and geek fuel and like, um, uh, What's the one? Um, the they have uh, Birchbox and they have um, all those different ones where you get clothes or you get snacks. Well, they have a Disney Park snack one where you get actual snacks from the park. So you get popcorn and the peanuts. And What's your favorite Disney snack? Oh man, so many, huh? Let's see. Go to when I'm there. You gotta have it. You're at Disneyland. You gotta. Have you gotta it. have Dole Whip. That's where everyone likes, yeah. Gotta have Dole Whip. Everyone loves that Dole Whip. I, and I heard, um, they said, someone told me they have one that has rum in it. And I guess that one's delicious. 
Mm. Yeah. It's in the Pirates? No, you have to go um, to California Adventure. Oh, I think yikes. it's a limited type thing. Yeah. So, and someone told me they had Dole Whip cotton candy and it was delicious. Mm. So I was like, all right. And you know what's funny is though, because it's Dole Whip, it's not Disney. Okay. Because it's Dole Whip. Because it's Dole Whip. So they sell it there. I, the yogurt mill gets it every once in a while. Because mm. all it is is pineapple soft serve. That's all Why it they is. Why that in the store? Because I think they know it's a limited type of thingy. It's not as, it's not as, you know what I mean? You tell a kid, do you want Dole Whip? And they're like, what's that? You know what I mean? It's delicious. Shut up. If you tell them, oh, you want a Mickey ice cream bar? Yeah, it's Mickey ice cream bar. And plus it stays longer because it's soft serve. It doesn't last as long. So, you know, it's one of those things. So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm going to make sure I buy one. Because they, I think they said they're doing it because it's the 90th anniversary too. So they kind of want to put it out there. Because if you, they changed Mickey. He looks different now. He looks yeah, more modern. Hipster now. More hipster looking. So, you know, they want to approach these kids. So my kid's going to love, um, right now he's loving horror movies as a four month old. And um, my wife was not happy, dude. Did I tell you what, what we were watching? What were you watching? We were watching, I was watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay. And chick, and this isn't spoiling, was, you see a chick's throat get slit, like straight up slit. And he's just sitting there clapping, smiling. Really? Oh, dude, he was, I, I think he just sees the colors. Does he even recognize shapes yet? He, he, he recognizes his bottle, man, from a distance. Really? So I know he sees that bottle. He knows it's food time. So I think he just sees the shapes and the colors, and he gets excited that things are moving. But I was holding him and feeding him, and then I burped him, and I like to keep him up a little bit before we lay him down. And he was watching this chilling adventure of Sabrina. He would not move. He was just sitting there like just watching it. And I was like, all right, I got someone to watch horror movies with. Because let's just say, mm-hmm. before we go to our last topic, um. We don't talk about you don't talk about horror movies much throughout the year. It's always read about Halloween. So let's say the I'll tell you right now. So the first movie I watched with my wife when we were dating, we watched The Descent. And um, that's a bad movie, especially for her, because she's she's scared. She's scared of Jurassic Park, the first one. Yeah. And I'm like, I go, uh, Jurassic, the the second one would be the one that'd be more scared for someone because they bring the dinosaurs to to mainland. I go, that one, just don't go to an island. I guess you can be afraid of islands. But so have you ever watched The Descent? I haven't seen it, but I know what it's about. So France, right? And they get catacombs. No. The Descent is uh, there's somewhere. I I don't remember where it's at. I think it's in the United States, but it's like the backwoods and they're going to go spelunking. And one of their friends is like... That sounds dirty. What is that? Spelunking? That's yeah. when you do, go, like, cave diving, okay. whatever. So you, you, you like, reverse, it's reverse rock climbing. You basically go into a hole, and you put the rings in, and you lower yourself down into caves. Well, this girl tells them, we're going here, so she drives them. Well, she lies to them and takes them to a different cave than she said they were going to. So they're going down in there, and they're finding hooks already in the walls. They're finding, like, miner's caps. Well, these miners got stuck in there, and they mutated in, like, to these vampire-looking thingies that love blood blood and they kill like animals and stuff and suck them in these holes whatever it's creepy well the creepiest part is is their batteries start dying and they're getting picked off one by one well the girl goes we'll use the uh night vision camera on our our camera when when she pulls it out and she looks at the girl she's looking through the lens there's one of those dudes just standing behind her like Ooh. drooling and he's just like standing like this with his head cocked sideways she Creepy. freaked out she could never watch it and they end up having a second one did you watch the second one? No. But the second one retcons the whole first movie. What do you mean? Like, spoiler alert for The Descent. If you haven't watched it, it's very old. So, bleh. So, basically, they show on the end of Descent, 
um, the one that caused all the problems, she's the only one that lives. She ends up jumping in this pool of blood that they have in like this little spot where you can tell where they drag the animals and keep like their den basically. Okay. She crawls out the bottom of a tree. She finds a car and um, the people pick her up and take her whatever. And she's going to get the cops. Well, when she wakes up in the second movie, she's back in that thing and none of that stuff ever happened. She just hit her head when she fell in that pool of blood. Mm. Something like that. I can't remember. It's been so long, but I was just like, man, I go. So now I can have, I can watch some scary stuff with my kid. I'm hopefully he likes that kind of stuff. Cause certain things like I like the jump scares. I like like pet cemetery and things like that. But the wife cannot watch anything scary. It, um, what, what was on? Uh, I can't even remember. She'll see certain things and be like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, all right. And I'll turn it like, um, so I just told Titus earlier, I watched the spy who dumped me literally the first opening scene, which doesn't spill anything is spoil. Anything is the boyfriend is in a market and he's got a target. He has to go after. Well, the wife's like, this is scary. I'm like, he's walking around. I go, he literally is grabbing a pool ball to put it in a scarf so he can start smacking these dudes around. But this isn't scary at all. This is an action movie. And so now you know what I'm dealing with. So anything wow. even close to scary comes on. Just it's Disney like, kid movie, then, yes. I guess that's something to stick to. So the last thing we'll talk about this. This is, this is kind of weird. So our conversation started out when we we're talking about what we we're talking about today was, Oh, you've seen the Facebook uh, Facebook uh, challenge where it's, yeah, you know, so your first photo it. and your most recent photo on Facebook. And Titus is like, yeah. He goes, do you think Facebook's going to go out of business? And I'm like, well, that escalated quickly. And um, he does make sense because there is the, the thing about um, uh, uh, basically he didn't even think about this part. He was thinking about how people are leaving Facebook pretty heavily to go to different platforms. Um, Facebook does own Instagram, so they could care less if you leave yeah. if Facebook to go to Instagram. Um, but didn't think about, so I personally think that Facebook is going to be fine, but I do think that Zuckerberg's going to end up losing his grip on it. He's going to have to start passing off almost Elon Musk way because he's, he, he got caught lying to the government. It's bad. And whether you're doing it to save yourself or your employees or all the world, the government's going to make you pay. And so, you know, it's come out that, you know, uh, they have sold messages and other different things to companies to know what you want. Um, There's been times um, one of my friends that I worked with, I told her, oh, you'd really like this show. Legit. We're just sitting talking at work because I worked with her. And I was like, you really like this show? And she's like, oh, okay. And then I came in later that day and she goes, dude, all that the ads are on my Instagram are of that show now. They're listening to us. I'll and I go, us. okay, it makes sense. I go, it's whatever. And, and I, now you see shows joke about it. Like, like I really want this. And then that's for them not to have to search nothing. You know, I was looking for work boots because I just bought a new pair of work boots. I'm looking at my next pair. And, um, that's all it shows on my ads right now is work boots, work boot this, work boot that. So it's kind of like, it's kind of funny to me a little bit, but it's also kind of like, well, how do I get away? You know what I mean? Like, what what do I do? There's nothing you can do. I think the problem. Uh, you just put your phone away. You can put your phone away, but I think a lot of things are like, like a big joke I heard on this radio show I listened to is, is that Seinfeld couldn't be created today. Because no, because half the problems they get into is because they don't have cell phones. It's true. So it's one of those things where 
everyone's become adapted. I actually, my goal has been every week to go down at least 10% of my phone usage. How have you been doing with that? Uh, this past week was 27%. So it's pretty good. You know, I'm trying to stay off my phone. Um, I do have to use it for work because I have to check my schedule and things like that. Yeah. So usually that's usually on, on right now is browsing and then I'll play like some solitaire or whatever, something just to calm my brain, thing kind of like that. But I think everything has become so where you need your phone for this, need your phone for that. You know, like Titus is looking for a job. If you're not on your phone 24-7 using certain apps to look at jobs, you're going to miss out on an opportunity. Because everything is now, 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 now. It's not before where it's like, oh, I need a job. You know what? It's Saturday, Monday morning, I'm going to start checking the paper. No, you can't because this processing plant need someone by Thursday or Friday. So they need to put it out out there on Friday night. They're going to do interviews. Like that's what's funny is, is that a lot of these things you do, they don't work. So you go to a company, they work Monday through Friday, you know, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. But they put their ad out there on Friday night. That way they can get things built up for Monday morning. So people don't think about that. And I've even seen on Indeed where it says, only the first so many applicants will be taken, and then we have to cut it off because we can't, you know. Wow. So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, oh, okay, this all this all makes sense. Um, uh, just going to roll with it, I guess. You know what I mean? So yeah, you do. You can't fight the future. You can't fight the future. I think um, the one thing I do, like, thing is, like, Facebook, everyone hates them. They created that, that video chat thingy now. Have you seen that? They partnered with that company where you can say, call dad, and it'll call them on the little voice chat thing, and you get it. It's a set. You get two screens, and you give it to the person you want to connect to so you can talk to them, whatever. And Facebook partnered with that because they were smart. They did that. But like you said, is as technology grows, you have to learn to adapt. And I think that's the problem is, is that some people are becoming – You know, I saw a video where these kids didn't know how to use a rotary phone. I don't think I know how to use one. And I was thinking, and I was like, man, I, do I remember how to use a rotary phone? And I'm like, yeah, I remember, because I was poor. So we had a rotary phone for a long time. You know what I mean? So, and those of you who don't know, if you're listening, you're younger, a rotary phone is the one that has the dial. Where you have to put your thumb, your finger in the number, and turn it all the way around, and let go, and then you go to the next number, and then turn that number, and let it go, and you just keep going until you dial a full number. So, you know... It's one of those things where I guess, you know, certain like my son's never going to know a, lot, a world without a cell phone, without on demand. Do you think your son's going to be able to drive a car? Like, do you think we're going to have self-driving cars by the, son, by the time your son's 16? Uh, I think they've been having too many problems with self-driving cars. But I'm saying like what? He's still got time, like 17 years. Do you think they'll have it all figured out? I think it'll be figured out, but I think it's going to be super, super expensive because the insurance is probably going to be insane when you have to get okay. insurance for that. Plus, plus, like, um, Turlock, our city, just had a meeting, um, I think, last week or the week before. I mean, it was two weeks ago, yeah. Because um, uh, they became a thing in our mail for TID where they're basically doing rebates for people who drive electric cars in Turlock. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're doing, like, a, a thing where if you register your car as electric, they give you, like, a percentage discount because you know your bills going to be crazy high. So it's one of those things where everyone's trying to adapt and, you know, things like that and, you know— that's why I think what's funny is is that everyone either is like super pro technology or they're super anti technology. There's no cool medium, so everyone's like, "You guys need to do this when you have dinner. You need to go and you need to make sure everyone puts their phone in a bucket, and the first person who rings has to pay for the whole dinner." And I'm like, "That's a little extreme, man." It's crazy. 
You know, I don't pull my phone out when I'm eating dinner because it's just it's like, you know, this is dinner time. So we talk with your family this is when you go over how your day was this is what you know, you talk about what's going on for the week, whatever. Mind you, now my job, I'm I'm con- I work at one o'clock, so I'm gone all day. I don't get home till, you know, midnight every night during the week. So I'm not there for dinner. But it's just the concept, you know, right. you you, you want to have that. And um, I think Facebook is 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 basically what's funny is Facebook is on the next level. When you think about it, it benefits no matter what. Because if you're anti-technology, where are you sharing your anti-technology Facebook. on Facebook? When you're pro-technology, Facebook. When you're everything, everything leads to Facebook. You know what I mean? And then the joke is, is like, you know, Tar, uh, Tom from MySpace never blocked anybody or did any of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? People fail to, fail to realize Tom sold out at the peak of MySpace so and he good. travels the world now yeah. being doing photography. So that wasn't his goal. He literally wanted to go do something else. He didn't, that wasn't his thing. This is Zuckerberg. This was his, his goal. And for those of you who don't know, Facebook has one of the best healthcare programs, has the best benefits, has the best everything I've ever seen. They're second to only probably Google. Really? Oh, yeah. My old college roommate, she works for uh, Facebook. Facebook? Yeah. You have a kid, you get, I think, three months off, guaranteed, and they give you a check for like $2,500. That's nice. Yeah. Sweet deal. People are like, oh, you know, they have so much money. They don't have to do that. That's true. I guarantee any single person coming out of a, a regular college with a degree in technology would go there for a minimum wage because you're working for Facebook and they're taking advantage and, and, you know, they don't. So, I mean, obviously they do on certain things, you know, hey, it's, it's life. You're going to have to make money. You know what I mean? Facebook, how is Facebook, how is Facebook going to make money? You know what I mean? Facebook did not make money for how long? No idea. For a long time. Now you do Facebook ads. You pay them to, to advertise things like that. I didn't like when they did the mass sweeping of of uh, of the meme groups. I don't know if you saw that. No, what happened with that? So they had this group of that did memes. They were super right wing, and yeah. it was called like Dank Memes or something like that. Well, they ban- they blocked them. Well, they removed their page on people, so they made another one. It was 2.0. So what ended up happening is they did remove the second one. So every single group that made memes that was just like even right left wing, they were like, this is a violation of our of our rights. Right. So they all changed their name to a form of dank memes. They go try and block us now because they couldn't figure out which one was which. They all had the same name, basically. So, um, you know, people are catching on. And, you know, I don't you don't you don't know who has outside influence. You know what I mean? As far as like governments and stuff? government, you know, billionaires. Who you don't know who's paying for what? Right. So someone can say, "I don't want to see that on, on Facebook," and give them some money, and bam, it's not. You can put whatever you want on there as freedom of speech, but they have a right to remove it because it's a private platform. So, okay. whatever you put out in the universe, it's freedom of speech. Unless you're doing something crazy where you're saying that, you know, uh, a distinct statement, like you're saying that Donald Trump has a mental condition. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have proof of that. I can't. Everything has to be started with allegedly. But if you say, you know, oh, I hate this person. They're a jackass. You can say that. They can't do nothing about it. It's free speech. But they can remove you from the from the the, the thing cuz Facebook is a private platform. It's a free thing they give you to use and they have full control. Would you pay for Facebook? No. Is there charging? Nah, no, no, never. 
Neither do I. Never. Um, I do know, though, that they, they pay people, like, people always get, like, there's a joke, like, I did 30 days, because you get banned for doing certain things right. on Facebook. Facebook jail, and, they call it. Yeah, and they actually have, I met someone who has a friend that works for Facebook doing that, and it's insane. Like, they say that they're literally eight hours is nonstop reviewing stuff. <laughs> people post so much crap on, on Facebook. Wow, that's a crazy joke. And I know people I've met in groups, they're like, they're, that's, that's their thing, they're a troll. They want to piss people off. And if that's what you want to do, hey, more power to you. Have fun. But like I said, they have the right to do whatever they want because you, you don't read. No one reads the fine print anymore. No, you just click, click and agree. Click and agree. Yes, you do. And that's a lot of times people don't read it. And it says, well, this one says that basically they could take your data and do whatever they want with it. Oh, this one says this. This one says that. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And a lot of people don't realize um, I read everything now. Everything. Oh, yeah. But you still agree to it, right? I still agree to it. I mean... Have you ever read something you're like, nah, I don't agree? Yeah. Yeah. Certain apps. I'm like, nah, that's cool. No, I'm not going to do that. Because, like, certain apps are like, we have to have access to your GPS at all times to do it. Like with Uber. That's what Uber got sued for. Um, Samsung users are getting mad, too, because they're finding they can't delete certain apps from their Samsung phones. Yep. Um... Apple has the same thing, but they're usually operating type stuff. Like, you can't delete, like, the calculator and, like, you can remove it, but it's always there. So, when you go, like, to the store, it'll say you still have it. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a couple apps where they're like, we, we need to have access to your GPS at all times. And I'm like, no, then I won't download your app. I don't want you having access to my GPS. That's, why would you need that? You know what I mean? Like, DoorDash and uh, Grubhub don't need that. Why do you need that? Yeah. You know? Grubhub, that's what's funny is the app that I wish would have my access to my GPS at all times doesn't. Grubhub and DoorDash. You have to re-enter your damn address every time you do it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, so they could actually do that if they wanted to because they want to make it more accurate. So that way when you're at work and you come home and you ordered from you ordered Grubhub from for lunch and then you're home and you order Grubhub again, you don't send it to work on accident. No, you have to make sure you go in there and change where you're sending it to. So some of these apps that don't make sense why they need your GPS location or the, my favorite one is, um, would you like to let it allow us to send you notifications? I always say no now. Yeah, I do too. I'm like... No, you don't need to send me notifications. That doesn't. That's not. September. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get that swipe right, right? Swipe right all the time. All the time. Doesn't matter. Titus is gonna disappear one day. I'm gonna tell you all that he got uh, he got, he got <laughs> murdered by some crazy person off of Tinder. It could happen. Hey. You yeah, never you know. know. Yolo. But like we always say, is go to our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, ironically enough, or go to Twitter, Twitter, uh, FOMO underscore cast, and our uh, Instagram, FOMO podcast. Uh, let us know how you feel about the Facebook stuff, what social medias you do use. Um, I'm getting bigger on Snapchat because um, I like Barstool Sports, and they have a channel on there where they just do like a little recap of the week kind of thing. Cool, yeah. cool merch, stuff like that. So Snapchat's, I'll follow that. I think, the best out of the, the main three, right? Because the main three will, like, Instagram is number one. Instagram's number one. Facebook's number two. And then you have Snapchat. And Snapchat's catching a little, getting a little steam because um, people realize that Instagram kind of copied them on a lot of stuff. Like they, they have Instagram stories now. Mm. You know, Facebook has stories now. Yeah. So, and Snapchat, um, you know, 
people have a little bit more fun with Snapchat. Yeah. And now you can, now you can, um, but like people don't know, like Snapchat, you can actually have links to your merch in Snapchat. Really? So like cool dudes are like, hey, see this shirt right here? Swipe up to get the link. And you swipe up on the picture and there's a link and you can buy the shirt. So it's pretty cool for merchandising, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I've been big on Snapchat lately and just, just watching, I watch ESPN through it. That good? Oh yeah, really easy. Cause you get you get the, you get the personalities that are up and coming. Uh, there's a guy his name is Gary Streisky, and he's hilarious because he like went to a college football game and he was on Snapchat doing it, and he goes, "This place is insane." He's having so much fun, and he, so they you can't cuss for ESPN. It's an ABC company, right. so they bleep out when he says a certain cuss word, and so. Um, People send in their kids saying, oh, roll that. And he goes, and they say, and, they, and the parents go, no. And they scream no when they go to cuss because they're they're copying him. And they send it in like as a cool like little tribute video to him. And they did it. There's like 100 kids saying, roll that because he does the top uh, top three plays they do on uh, Snapchat. So it's kind of cool. And um, they do a lot of former athletes, stuff like that. So it's really cool seeing it on there. And um you never know. There's going to be another platform will come out eventually because that's why everyone people don't realize. Um, this sounds stupid, but so there's a dude on The Bachelor. His name is Venmo John. He was the dude that helped create Venmo, and um, he created it because he didn't like PayPal. What they don't tell you is they're tied together because the same company, basically. Wow. Yeah. So Venmo, I want. I think it's Venmo. Two of the companies that do. Um, Money. Venmo is one of them. Yeah, I, I've used that one before. But they're they're tied together. Like they're like you look at it and it's like, why does it say PayPal on the fine print? Another thing, you see, it's on the PayPal on the fine print. I can't remember which one it was, but it might not be Venmo. But um, you know, I watched and he he created something else now, and that's what a lot of these guys do. They don't you don't realize is those guys don't somebody will make an app, they'll make couple mil off of it sell it to GE sell it to a big company and yeah. then that funds their next app and that's all you end up doing is you're an app developer and you're just going 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 so eventually there's going to be another social media platform we're going to get and then we're going to have to learn how to use that one too let's make it and, together me and you hey we can make something cool I you know ideas you know I my really, I actually had a really cool idea too is uh, you know like we have our network we have podbrosnetwork.com mm-hmm. and but what about these people that don't fit into the pod bros idea, you know, or don't fit into a, a network ID in general, there's gotta be a wave to create your own network to help you boost. Cause like right now, you know, if I wanted to get advertisers, I just tell a pod bros guy, Hey, you know, if you guys hear anything about anyone wanting to advertise, we'll network and we'll say, Hey, look, send us some free stuff out to a couple of these podcasts. We've got three of them that can showcase you at one time kind of thing. That gives you more of an option to get advertisers than it would as one person who has a, a podcast about murder. She wrote, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's one called the Gilmore guys. You ever heard about that one? No. They rewatched Gilmore girls and one of them had never watched it before. So like he's experiencing it for the first time and they recap episodes. That's a very specific podcast. You know what I mean? So you're not going to get the attention of as many advertisers because they don't, you know, they don't know. Yeah. So when you have a network though, who can reach out for you. So I always thought it'd be cool if you had like an app that, you know, or something like that, where it was like almost like a create your own network type thingy where it made it easier to connect podcasts and make them kind of do that kind of thing. And I'm hoping this next year, um, they have PodFest in LA. I want to go. 
I want to go to PodFest because they do like seminar thingies. You take your stuff, you can record your episode from PodFest because they have recording studios there set up. So wow. you can record it from the event. It is really cool. And it is, it is, um, I've noticed two people that I know that work for an ESPN network on the East Coast have their own podcast now because they can do their own content and they're still getting the same people that were on their radio show on their okay. podcast. So it's like, you know, people are realizing podcasting has, you know, it's, it's getting steam. So maybe we can make a, a podcast social network where if you're on a podcast, you can socialize and, you know what I mean? Who knows? Do it. Trade ideas. I got too much work to do. Uh, you know, but let us know. Like we said, we just mentioned it. Go to podbros.com. Check out all the other podcasts. Um, there's so much stuff on there. It's not even funny. I don't even have keep time to keep track anymore. I don't have time to listen to any of them. I barely, I, I make sure ours downloads. The first part's going to sound weird because they're a little drop in, in, in volume. But other than that, you know, I don't have time. I'm literally working nonstop. I can't have my phone on me. Can't listen. My old job, I had my earbuds in. I was listening to a freaking 10 podcasts a day. I was rolling through work, having a blast. Can't do it anymore. So I'm missing out. But the ones that I do get a chance to check in with them and do and whatnot, they're similar to our style. They have lots of fun. They talk about interesting things. Um, and they don't take themselves too seriously. And that's the big thing I think with podcasting is unless you're talking about someone who got murdered, you know, like one of those you know true crime shows, yeah. you know, there's no point in trying to take yourself too seriously. You know, we do this for free. We're not going to charge ever because I don't have enough listeners to charge. We would go broke. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't work out. I'd have one person, Timothy Mendoza, would pay to listen to this. Or if we better. charged him like ten thousand dollars, would that work? Hey, t- uh, Titus needs a job, Tim. So, uh, <laughs> Tim, if you want to send him any job links you have, send them to my email. Or if you want to pay Titus to be on the podcast, he'd greatly appreciate it. So there you go, uh, Timothy Don Mendoza. Yeah, we'll see what we do. But. So, uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Titus. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.